Hello, and welcome to another episode of Lineage Speaks, the podcast. I'm your host, Martelena Don, and today sharing her chapter from Sacred Surrender, Courageous Visionaries Embracing and Leading in Their Divinity, we have Ashley Holmes. Ashley Holmes is the CEO and founder of Holistic Fertility Coach Incorporated. She helps women struggling with infertility to conceive with ease using holistic practices. She is passionate about customizing one-on-one programs to meet women where they are in their journey to bring mind, body, and spirit back into balance and alignment. She is a three-time best-selling author, speaker, and coach on the health and wellness platform, Vibli. I'm sharing my chapter today called Sacred Divinity. If the art of surrendering was easy, we would all do it without a second thought. We would not endure suffering because we would flow with the very nature of life with grace, receptivity, and acceptance. We would allow life to unfold naturally without feeling any resistance within. Surrendering is not giving up. Instead, it is tuning in to the knowledge that letting go and allowing life to be exactly as it is brings more blessings to you. When life presents roadblocks and obstacles for our growth and learning, how quickly do we throw our hands up in despair versus seeing it as an opportunity for our evolution? How ingrained in us is it to take the path of least resistance unknowingly attracting that very situation to present itself time and time again. Letting go of control, expectations, attachments, and being present to life exactly as it is showing up for you is not something we are taught in society as a general rule. We think that to get what we want, we have to strong arm our way through life and force things into being. But in reality, we are just pushing them further and further away from us. Surrendering the ego and not letting it run rampant in our lives becomes an evolution of everyone's soul journey. Tuning out the noise and the excess that is our culture and being in alignment with who you truly are and what you offer the world is what you were put on this earth to do. Finding out who you are means sacredly surrendering to forces beyond yourself and connecting to the infinite and beyond. My heart aches at how slow this process was for me. I inflicted more suffering than was necessary in my life, always wanting to be in control or feel like I had control in order to feel safe. It was a false reality. When I was in control, I felt like I was on solid ground. And when I wasn't, it was like living on a fault line, which was unsettling to my entire state of being. With years of inner work, I've definitely awakened to the fact that the only thing we can ever control is our reaction to our experiences. How is it that we get so busy living our lives that we actually forget to live? We become so unconscious of the way that we go about our day that we don't even know how we ended up where we are. By bringing yoga and meditation into my life, I woke up to the fact that I did not want to continue living the way I always had. I knew no other way up until that point, so ignorance was bliss until it wasn't. I was being what and who I thought everybody wanted me to be, instead of being myself. I didn't actually know who I was anymore. Surrendering on my yoga mat allowed me to get back in touch with who I truly am and what I desire in my life. 
Shavasana is like a mini death that completes surrender on your mat so that you are reborn every time you step off of your mat. The practice taught me to treasure what is most sacred to me and to put that above all else. Choosing to place my time, energy, and love where it can be elevated to a whole new existence. Incorporating yoga into my life was the anchor I needed to learn to surrender, to stop running away from everything that brought me to my knees with heartfelt sobs because I had no other way of coping with it. In all honesty, yoga is what saved me from me. I didn't have to pretend anymore. I could just allow myself to simply be. I had never given myself that grace before. Yoga became a way of unlearning all the patterns and conditionings I had long outgrown and no longer served me. I learned that how I showed up on my mat was also how I approached life. Running to yoga to feel better because I didn't know how to give that to myself at the time, so I was seeking it from external experiences, which was no different than running to New Zealand to escape the heartbroken home that I was living in. Bringing awareness to all of the habits and ways of being that were wired within me and to see how much of my programming wasn't creating the life I wanted to live. What was seen could no longer be unseen, and choosing a different path was the only way forward. Unknown to me initially, it was the effects of my energetic body that kept me coming back time and time again to yoga. I felt so alive, awake, and like a better version of myself every single time I stepped off my yoga mat. Part of me still felt this inner resistance. I was shedding away layers of my being that I had grown so accustomed to that didn't serve me anymore. I was so reluctant to let go of momentary pleasures in the present moment of who I thought I was. Gradually, I focused on radiating who I truly am. My inner light knew that I had chosen this path for a reason, that I had called in the teacher I needed when I was ready to receive. These ancient practices transformed me completely when I embodied and embraced them into every cell and fiber of my being. I was infusing energy and life force back into me that had been draining away for decades. I discovered a more vibrant way of being by connecting to my sacred divinity within. I stopped denying the very essence of who I was because I feared the shadows within for so long. What if they engulfed me and I couldn't get myself out of that place again? A light of awareness was shone there and reawakened the light within me. This allowed me to tap into my spirit and find the part of me I was seeking all along, the reason why I didn't feel whole or complete just the way I was. When I realized I was more than my physical body and was able to nurture my mind, body, and spirit, a whole new world opened up to me that was full of possibility, hope, and inspiration. By not allowing myself to be spiritual, I was not accepting or loving an integral part of who I am, the part of me that is uniquely me. I began to fuel my mind, body, and spirit and treat myself in the sacred way I had been craving. I stopped ignoring my inner desires and my constant busy mind. I allowed a Zen existence and peace within to replace it. I felt so much guilt and shame as a child because we did not attend church. When my brother Stephen died, I energetically felt shame because he did not go to the right place, because we weren't baptized or regular churchgoers. We attended church for weddings and funerals and that was all. I felt like a bad person, like I was unworthy or not deserving of good in my life because we weren't religious like most families in our community. Not only had I lost my brother, but I felt this separateness from everything and everybody around me. 
It wasn't spoken, but I felt it everywhere I turned. The feeling of not being enough, like I was being punished and that he was gone because we weren't good people. I allowed myself to become small and not take up too much space because I felt like I didn't belong here as much as everybody else. I felt shunned by religion and went out of my way to have nothing to do with it for decades. The moment I accepted all of me, I was unable to connect to my divine self. First, I had no concept of what my mentor was talking about. I was reluctant to go there because I hadn't felt accepted before and didn't want to face rejection again. The stronger my connection became to my true self, the more calm and at peace I felt. I opened my mind to the similarities woven between all religions and the way that it is just the presentation that varies. Principles and foundations between all of them are based around the same philosophy. I surrendered my heart and soul on my mat and found my sacred connection within. I stopped looking externally for answers and began to journey inward in the most profound and impactful way. My soul began to feel content. After decades of dismissing it, I finally gave myself permission to give myself what I needed. It was never anything outside of myself. I just had to be courageous and find the stillness to listen. I needed to acknowledge that every thought, feeling, and emotion that I had experienced up until now, I had either created consciously or unconsciously. I chose to live more consciously because I had witnessed the beauty and joy it had brought into my life. I received a miracle baby that I never dreamed possible without intervention from the medical world. I had done the work and healed my inner wounds and was abundantly blessed. To experience having children when I didn't know if I could was like walking around with my heart outside of myself. My heart is bursting with the love and joy they have brought into my life. They continue to teach me wisdom every day with their insightful and intuitive natures. I solve my own unexplained infertility and conceive naturally by bringing my mind and body back into balance and alignment. I did not realize how disconnected I was. I was out of tune with my body and the message it was sending me on a daily basis. I ceased to trust and follow my intuition because I was filled with worry and doubt. It had taken me years to conceive the twins and in only a few months I conceived naturally. I knew there was no returning to my former self. Without a shadow of a doubt, I knew that I would not have had a beautiful miracle baby if I had not done the work to heal the wounds that required my attention. I found inner strength and courage within me and I acknowledged how holding on to the past was actually detrimental to my life instead of a token of love or respect. Who was I without this lost grief and abandonment? It weighed so heavily on my soul and it was imprinted so steadfast in my mind that I couldn't perceive what life would be like without this burden of the past. I struggled to conceive because loss was hardwired into my nervous system and I was unconsciously preventing myself from having the very thing that I desired. It takes courage to find stillness and look into the shadows of your being and heal the emotions and trauma that reside within you, to tap into your divine feminine energy and become who you're meant to be and fulfill your purpose. The rewards for me are immeasurable. I've become my best self in every sense of the word. It makes no difference which poses or style of yoga I choose or the type of meditation I sink into. All that matters is that I showed up for myself consistently every day. That has really been the defining factor and pivotal transition in my life to show up unapologetically on my mat and off of my mat. 
I have no attachment or expectation of what is meant to be, and that is the true magnificence of it. I surrender to trusting my journey, and that I am exactly where I'm meant to be, doing precisely what I'm meant to be doing with each passing moment. I am unwavering in my faith, commitment, and dedication to all the ways that yoga and meditation has enriched my life. I've completely shifted from having a very narrow and tunnel vision view of life to having an open mind to receive the vastness and unlimited potential of universal consciousness. I'm rooted in the wisdom to not just absorb the knowledge of these ancient teachings, but to implement them into my life. I hold myself accountable for the life I am creating. Surrendering to knowing and releasing the resistance is part of my practice. I breathe into the trust that it will all happen in divine timing. Yoga and meditation were exactly what my spirit was seeking to find solace and safety in my nervous system. It was initially the only way and only place I felt safe. I was always waiting for the other shoe to drop, anticipating that things would not turn out the way I expected. My brother's death had left a giant void in my life, and I viewed life through a lens of sorrow. The thoughts in my mind were wired into fight-or-flight mode for decades until I learned and leaned into what is possible when we reprogram and build new neural pathways to our desired destination. Life becomes less of a struggle and begins to bring your desires to you instead of you chasing them. This is when you know you're living your life's purpose, the mission that you were put on this earth to complete. You can live in the flow and adapt to changing circumstances at any given moment without being sent into a downward spiral. Flipping the script of life from being hard to being able to flow with ease and see obstacles as opportunities for growth versus taking you down and completely off course. I made a shift from being stuck and stagnant in my pain and misery, transforming that energy into fulfilling experiences and positive states of being. The exact same letters that spell sacred when you rearrange them also spelled scared. Surrendering to your sacred self means facing your fears instead of letting them limit and control you. Breaking through your limiting beliefs to go beyond your wildest dreams to live your life on purpose. Trust that you are safe and being divinely guided on your path and listen to your soul's whispers. Follow your heart even when it is the scariest thing you've ever done before. You don't need to know what it's all going to look like before taking that leap of faith. If you can trust, your instinctive voice will lead you to the most magical and fulfilling destinations. Simply be open, turn inward, and realize all of the answers you are searching for exist inside of you. Embrace your shadows, allowing more love and light into your life, instead of never venturing there out of fear of what lurks beneath the surface. No decision based in fear is in your best interest ever, and it is a lesson I wish I had received earlier in life. I spent so many years surviving when I could have been thriving. At times I was paralyzed with fear, allowing life to choose me instead of me choosing life. There is a monumental difference. It is possible for you to have everything that you've ever dreamed of and desired. Be willing to embrace everything that led you to this point. It requires you to be courageous, honor your lessons, and utterly surrender to everything within you that is stopping you from achieving your heart's calling. Realizing that surrender is the path is actually more stoic than coming in with the cavalry. Loving and accepting all parts of you and seeing that all of you makes you the sacred being that you are not just a piece of you. Gone are the days where I give my power away. My happiness, health, and healing are my responsibility and were never in anyone else's hands than my own. Everything that I have manifested in my life, either consciously or unconsciously, has been my own doing, and I choose to guide and empower others to do the same. 
I hold and share the light with others so that we can raise the vibration of the planet together. So we can uplift and elevate one another from a place of woe is me to a sacred sense of self. Imagine what the world would feel like if we all rose up to live our most divinely guided and sacred lives. The world we can create for our children and generations to come. Letting go of all the external validation and motivation and allowing it to flow freely from within would create such a conscious uprising. It all starts with surrendering to your sacred self and allowing that to be the beacon of light that guides you along your journey. Seek your kindred spirits, the ones who have the same passion and vision as you. Blaze a trail together to eternal bliss and freedom that is done not with force, but with the pure innocence of surrender. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review us if our stories help you on your journey. Follow us on Instagram at Lineage Speaks the Podcast. Until the next episode, honor the light within you and let it guide your way on.